Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Wednesday the 12th of August. I make no apology for looking at the UK again today because really the 20.4% quarter-on-quarter drop in its second quarter GDP can only be the most important story of the day. What can one say? First, of course, that it is the worst drop of any major economy in the pandemic. Let's recap. The Eurozone fell 12.1% quarter-on-quarter, Germany fell 10.1%, France 13.8%, Italy 12.4%, and Spain 18.5%. Yes, there are timing differences in terms of when the lockdown took hold, but that doesn't really change the picture. By end of the second quarter, the Eurozone economy had lost 15.3% since the beginning of the year. The UK was down 22.2% with only Spain worse, down 22.7%. There are a couple of things to say. Firstly, something of a rebound in June, but GDP rose only an estimated 8.6% on the month, which, although it beat consensus, was, I think, slightly on the low side. The main reason for that was the unexpectedly dour 7.8% month-on-month rise in services output. Industrial output was up 9.4%, which was pretty good compared with the Eurozone's 9.1%. Looking at the retail recovery, I'd expected much better from services. But although retail and hostelry recovered 28.4% on the month, which is pretty decent, business services and finance rose only 3.2%, and government services and others only 4.1%. Of those, government and other services is the real disappointment because that 4.1% rise leaves it still 26.3% below pre-COVID February, whilst business and finance services are down only about 11%. The second thing to say is that the UK's world-lagging second quarter performance is almost certainly a function not just of the timing, but also the severity of its lockdown. Oxford University tracks global lockdown measures and produces a lockdown stringency index which puts a number to the degree to which normal social and economic life is being disrupted by government order. The UK started later, but has become increasingly the most locked down economy in Europe. By the end of June, the UK was still reading 71.3 out of 100 on the stringency list, with Germany on 63.4, Italy on 55.6, France on 48.1, and Spain on 39.4. So as you can see, it's still substantially more locked down than other European economies, and the numbers show that. By the way, you can get the timeline on that by feeding in Oxford Coronavirus Government Response Tracker into the search engine of your choice. The third thing is that despite all this bad news, almost certainly Koletsky profits are up. No, this is not a mistake. Here's how it works. UK nominal GDP down 15.4% quarter on quarter and down 15.6% year on year, but Koletsky 12 month profits are up 3.6% quarter on quarter and 10% year on year. Profits as a percentage of GDP are up by 1.8 percentage points to 24.6% of GDP, which is the highest since the fourth quarter of 2016. This is the way the numbers play out here, and in other places where lockdowns have been both mandated and paid for, 
by government, the results will be similar. The US, for example, is showing a very similar picture. Why? The Kolecki calculations regard profits as corporate savings, which by definition are the result of net investment and the savings or dis-savings made by governments and households plus net exports. Now the lockdown completely scrambled these patterns, but the net impact is profits positive. The numbers. In the 12 months to June, net investment fell by 10.4% year on year or by 19.7 billion. And household dissaving fell by 39% or 116.8 billion during the same period. Both of those are toxic for profits. But that collapse in demand also resulted in a 70.4 billion swing in Britain's trade position from a 46.9 billion deficit in the 12 months to June 2019 to a 23.5 billion surplus in the 12 months to June 2020. And that's good for profits. Even more so was the 113.6 billion deterioration in the UK's fiscal position to a deficit of 150.6 billion in the 12 months to June. Put those all together and you get a rise in profits. Result, household dissaving accounted for only 34.4% of profits, down from 61.5% in 2019, but this deterioration was more than offset by rises in contributions from the fiscal deficit and net exports. Is there bad news? Oh, for sure. Lockdown and government action was actually okay for profits. Recovery and the resumption of normality will be absolutely profits brutal. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And if you got something out of it, and I hope you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin. More ears is always good news to me. So perhaps you could recommend it to your colleagues. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.